Hey everybody, Dave Hodges here, host of the Common Sense Show, and that's where you've arrived and where the show that's freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And on our Noble Gold guest line tonight, we have Robert Griswold from Ready Made Resources. We're going to be talking about his organization a little later on, but right now we're going to launch into a duplicitous government, a government that's corrupt at every turn, a government that has no trouble ripping you off reducing your standard of living basically denying you the right to live and talking to us about what kind of challenges we're going to be facing that are even worse than this potentially um is bob griswold bob welcome to the show glad you could join us but um man oh man we got multiple things going on at the same time usually it's just one thing it's multiple now yeah it's it dave it really does Unless you map it out, um, uh, you know, just on a, even a graph mapping it out of the things going on, it's hard to keep track of it all. Um, on one hand, America is divided worse than it ever has been since 1865. Um, we see two sides that are irreconcilable. You know, I watch the mainstream media, and they're talking about how evil Kyle Rittenhouse is. Um, you know, and yet they don't mention the fact that you know he shot a child molester, a wife beater, and a serial criminal, um, and the, and the fact that he they they accuse him of having an underage uh, a gun underage, and he he done he legally had that gun, um, and yet they don't bring up the fact that uh, the one gentleman had an illegal gun because he was a convicted felon. They I, I think these people are putting off the verdict in this uh, in this trial because they are scared to death. What's going to happen when they find this man innocent? Uh, that, that you know, even though the National Guard is 500 people, we've seen it in the past. That will the National Guard really engage violent people? How will they how will they handle them? I mean, if it's just if, if it's just a show force, um, you know, they can't use lethal force back. Uh, you, do you want to be out there in a target of uh, Antifa, Black Lives Matter, communist, anarchist? You know, degenerates, uh, mental um, unstable people. Uh, when when you can't fire back, you just have to be supposedly some type of force. And all they would be uh, under the Biden administration, my guess, is a road bump. Um, I, I don't think they will authorize the force necessary uh, to use against these people who burn, loot, destroy, rape, murder. Um, and, and they do, as we've seen, they, they rape little children, um, as the one gentleman now that's uh, been shot dead um, you know he had that conviction in his, in his background in fact he what is he just got out of prison and immediately he just runs to um, this thing to, to create a problem and he tells Carl Rittenhouse I'm going to murder you and and so we, we just see this country horribly divided how can we fight a war like this Dave when half the country would probably side with China including the each um, um, you know um, Millie you know, he, 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 we'll call you up and let you know, okay, buddy, uh, if, if we plan on attacking. Well, you know, after watching this, um, this video poking the panda on the way to Armageddon, and I watched that Chinese agent that's in there talking to 60 Minutes of Australia, his body language alone uh, is a determined uh, person that, is gonna, that at least is going to kick us out of the Western Pacific, that they plan on if, if – if, uh, if, um, if Australia does anything whatsoever um, to 
to stop Taiwan, I mean, uh, China from invading Taiwan or taking back what they call China's Taiwan, they're, they're going to attack them possibly with nuclear weapons because now, as he said, you know, they're going to be getting Los Angeles class submarines. And, you know, how does, he, how does China know what's in the tubes in those submarines? Is it, you know, conventional weapons or is it nuclear weapons? And so he goes, we would have to sit there and just target you with nuclear weapons. And, and so we have, we have this government now over in China that is openly threatening the world to use nuclear weapons on them. Um, I recommend everybody go and watch that piece, Dave. Uh, it's on 60 Minutes Australia, Poking the Panda. And it's very, very sobering. I know it. Um, as, you, as you can see, I sent you some passport pictures. Um, I've been to China quite a few times and have talked to quite a few other people. Um, they have every intention on world domination. Uh, they're going to do it economically. Their, their military now, their navy is larger than our navy. Uh, so every way they can uh, gain dominance, they're going to do it. This is this is a replay of Hitler's rise to power and the placating of Hitler uh, as he took over the Sudetenland, Czechoslovakia, um, Austria, um, and we just placated and placated while he got stronger and stronger and stronger. And then when he invaded Poland, we knew we had to act. But by that time, he had uh, an army that was really to be feared. Um, and so I think right now we are doing the same mistake with China. Uh, we keep pumping billions and billions of dollars in their economy. We lend them money. For goodness sake, we borrow, them. We borrow money from them only to lend it back to them. I mean, we, 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 lend, excuse me, we lend them money only to borrow it back from them at interest rates. I mean, who's running this, this um, insane asylum? Um, but, you know, it's Western dollars that have built up China's military to the point where it could probably give the United States a fairly good bloody nose, if not conquer us, because, Dave, you have to remember, we are in their backyard. Um, if, if, if it does not go nuclear, and God forbid if it did, but if it does not go, go nuclear, we're in their backyard. We have to project power 6,000 miles. Um, they don't have to project power near that far. So it, it's a very dangerous situation. Um, on top of that, you know, there's that smallpox story that's come out with Bill Gates, you know, saying just three weeks ago, um, we got to prepare for, you know, a major biological attack, probably smallpox. And then we hear of a vial of smallpox being, you know, found in a Philadelphia laboratory. Um, th this is insanity. Anybody who could believe this is a coincidence, and we don't know what kind of smallpox it is. Is it a naturally occurring smallpox? Is it a, a biologically modified smallpox? Is it a hemorrhagic smallpox? We, we don't know. And, and so, um, you know, it's just it's a very, very dangerous situation. And I just want to bring up, Dave, all these people who give their blood or their DNA to, you know, one of these uh, agencies that tells you, you, you know, you're part this, part that. If that's, you know, your grandfather was this. Um, if that's important to you, you better rethink it. Because a lot of that DNA ends up in China. And here's a case in point, and I've confirmed this. Um, you know, I'm a child of the 50s. I was vaccinated against smallpox. I have that little scar in my arm. Well, you know, they can take my blood and see if there's still any antibodies left. If there is, how do they work around them? So they can develop a, a version of smallpox that would go past the vaccines people have already gotten. Um, and, and with that hemorrhagic smallpox, 
um, that, that has about a 90% fatality rate, whereas a normal smallpox has a 40% fatality rate. We wouldn't have to worry about the government locking us down, Dave. Um, you wouldn't go out of your house because there would literally be dead people everywhere. Um, anytime they've had a smallpox outbreak, it's worse than Ebola. You would have massive amounts of dead people. And is the United States ready to handle that? I don't think we are. I think we are so emotionally compromised, so compromised with drugs, so compromised with obesity, so compromised with entertainment. We just don't know how to handle the hard facts of life anymore. And the, the young generation that would be called upon to defend this nation, I doubt if they have the, the umph to do it. They, they would not be the great generation of World War II. Sounds like Rhino talk to me. Pardon me? Sounds like rhino talk to me. Yeah. Uh, well, David, guess goes on. Um, you know, they, they, they've said they're going to take Taiwan back. We've said we will defend Taiwan. Where does that end up? We've seen the USS Connecticut basically, if not permanently, put out of service, put out of service for a few years, and they come up with some story that it ran aground. Um, on top of that, Dave, the American budget you look at it, it's being stretched incredibly right now through hyperinflation. It's the only way the government can get out of the debt they're in is to hyperinflate themselves out of it. I mean, they can't afford the Social Security, the pensions, everything they've committed to unless they hyperinflate their way out of it. So, I mean, Dave, this is a very, very dangerous time in, in, in our history and in world history. Um, I mean, it is so reminiscent of how we got into World War One, how we got into World War Two. All the signs were there, and most people ignore them. Most people, it's too painful to think about what if, and and you know only the wise will think about what if, because if what if happens, you can either be unprepared for what if, or you can be prepared for what if as best you can. And um, I'm afraid most Americans um, are not prepared, and I and I would guess that a lot of the service people in our military are not prepared for that either. They join to go to college. They join to get a signing bonus. They join for whatever reason. Um, you know, they, they're, they're pronoun sensitive. Um, how would they handle these red Chinese soldiers? How would they handle adversity, seeing people, you know, if they're on a ship, if they're on ground, some of their friends being, you know, killed? And very aggressive Chinese people coming and just and you know attacking us. How would we handle that? How would we handle the fact that one of our cities disappears with a nuclear weapon or a biological weapon? How would we handle it, Dave? In this country today, just to give you an idea, we have 300,000 Chinese students. 300,000. That's a pretty good sized army. And I'm not saying every one of them is doing it, but piece by piece. Those 300,000 people are working in high-tech labs. They're getting advanced degrees, you know, science degrees, mechanical engineering degrees. They're not getting interpretive dance degrees. And, and so they get into the industry of the United States, and what do you think they're doing? I mean, do you think they're really benefiting the United States, or do you think they're trying to get technology they can send back to Beijing? And here's the, story. Here's the bad part about it, Dave, is... They, so they go through a, a, a trade school in the United States, get an engineering degree of some sort or a science degree. They get their green card. They work their way to citizenship. They become citizens, and then they can get a full top-secret clearance. I mean, it, it's, 
I, words escape me. And we know it's being done. We know the technology is being stolen from us hand over fist. Um, all you have to do is look at China's most modern uh, military equipment, their J-35 plane, their aircraft carrier that's being built, you know, their stealth bomber. It all looks like American-made stuff. And on top of it, they, they've stolen all the problems we had with developing the things. So, you know, like, like the new Chinese aircraft carrier will have an electromagnetic rail system that launches planes. Well, they, they learned about all the mistakes we made and had to spend billions of dollars fixing those mistakes. In fact, if you remember, Donald Trump wanted to rip that thing out and put the steam one back in because it was just so many problems. Well, we finally have got them fixed. And, and so they don't need to find out the hardware, what went wrong. They just steal it from us and steal the repair. So they, they build, they're building this aircraft carrier right now that's on parity with the United States aircraft carrier in size, weight, tonnage, uh, technology. In fact, as, they, as some people have said, they've take, overtaken us in the AI technology. So we're really in a fix right now, Dave, and I just warn the American people right now to sober up to this fact. This might not earn me any sales in my business, Dave, but we are intoxicated on entertainment. We, we don't look at the reality of the situation. If you could just put on 1933 glasses and look at Hitler and his rise to power and doing everything he said he would do, Mein Kampf, my struggle, here's how I'm going to take over the nation, here's how I'm going to get world domination. All we have to do is look at what the Chinese are saying right now, what they have said, and then just take that and say extrapolate it out 10 years from now, if that uh, the gentleman from Australia in poking that panda, he said that war could come as little as three years from now. It might not even be that long. And, try, and he said Australia is woefully unprepared for this war. So, any comment? Well, I think that, um, I don't know, Bob. I'm in a quandary. I don't know what to say because I think... This is not in our hands, and this is what I was hesitating to say. I, I, I mixed my words twice. It ain't in our hands, Bob. We well, can the one sound thing the that alarm. is in our hands... To... We can sound the yeah, alarm. Sound the and... alarm. It's not the sound the alarm that we can do anything about it. And on top of it, there's rumors right now that Kamala Harris is on her way out. Yeah, that's true. That, You're that right. They're prepping the, they're, they're prepping Congress, the House of Representatives. You know... Uh, judicial appointments, uh, cabinet appointments are all done by the Senate. The, the House of Representatives would appoint a new vice president, Buddha guy or whatever. Oh, my um, God. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's rumored that she is on her way out, that she's concocted some deal where maybe she becomes a su Supreme Court justice. Oh, gosh. I heard you know. that, and I also heard the U.N. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're getting because similar she's information. She's intellectually um, incapable of fulfilling this this position. She doesn't have the the, the intellectual capacity to 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 to, do, to to discharge the the duties of her office. How the hell and she everybody in the United degree? States knows it. She's the king with no clothes on, yeah. and everybody sees her for what she is. How did she get a law degree? That's a mystery. Um, you know, they, they female black, and it, it's it's we, again. Martin Luther King had it so right. We don't hire people on the color of their skin. We hire them on the character, their, the quality of their character. But we've, we've turned that. We can't do that anymore. 
So we, we have to hire, a, you know, a black woman. And there's plenty of qualified black women out there. But we have to get one for some reason that all she knows how to do is cackle and um, perform services that you don't show on TV. Well, I guess we do anymore. But, um, but yeah, so she's, she is completely incapable of, of discharging the duties of her office. And now everybody knows that she's evidently fallen out of disfavor with the Biden administration. Um, she feels uh, jaded by him. That they don't do any, they don't give her any duties because why would you? I mean, even even Joe Biden in his extremely incapacitated state understands that she can't discharge the duties of her office. So we have we're going to have this political turmoil in the United States. Dave, I'm I'm giving you an analysis as I see it, okay? An intelligence analysis as I see it and as other people see it. We have internal strife in the United States, massive internal strife. I mean, we have to have the National Guard called out so that a jury can give a verdict. We don't trust, and, and, and then we're going to dox the jury, and, and, and if we can find out where they are, we go burn their house down, beat their kids up. Um, the judge is threatened. So you have to have the National Guard called out. I mean, this is Civil War stuff. On top of it, we're, we're, I mean, only an idiot um, or a, a subversive would say we have very limited goods, for 350 million people, but let's throw a lot more money for those people to spend. And I, I don't know if you heard Joe Biden's cock and bull story about why there's inflation right now. You know, everybody was locked up for so long, which you, you just, I mean, I was reading Robert Kennedy's new book, um, you know, about Dr. Dr. Mangala Fauci. And uh, I mean, good grief, obesity, death, drug use, every social ill, the, the culture of death, uh, took over the United States for the last two years, an absolute culture of death. Um, and, you know, now Americans supposedly, because they have a little bit of money, are going to go out and buy everything they can buy. Th- that might be the case in some, in, to some extent. But the fact is the supply chain was deliberately destroyed in this nation. That's why we have hundreds of sh- uh, ships sitting off the coast of the United States that can't unload their goods. We have truckers that can't drive anything. Uh, we have a critical shortage of truckers. Um, it, it's just it, it, the story they give is just so. Um, I, I would say, you know, what Stalin would do. They have their rosy five-year projection. What Hitler did. Uh, what Mao did. But in the end of it all, all three of those failed states, Dave, there were a lot of body bags. That's that's the case. That there were a lot of body bags in those failed states. And we're seeing the United States becoming a failed state right now. Uh, a banana republic failed state, and I and I fear that that would be the case. And and I think some of it's some of it would be preventable. Some of it's not preventable. I mean, obviously, if um, you're walking down the street and somebody shoots you, that's that's maybe not maybe maybe not preventable. Um, why were you walking down there? What time were you walking down? Where were you walking down? Those are things you can address. You can't address the random element of somebody some kook just getting out of a um, a mental ward going to a riot and threatening to kill you and, and then trying to do it. Um, so there's things we can do. There's things we can't do. We have to trust God with the things we can't do. But right now, Dave, uh, I just, I'm, the alarm is out there. I see it so clearly, the historical analogies between the buildup to World War One, the buildup to World War II, um, and then the buildup to World War III. Um, we can get ready for it. Uh, you know, you know, during the time of war in World War II, everything went on rationing. 
You know, you couldn't buy butter. You got you had to have the food coupons to buy so much. Um, you couldn't get tires for your car. Gasoline was rationed. All these things are rationed. Well, right now they're not, but they will be soon. Or if there's a major terrorist attack, they will be rationed. So why would you wait? Dave, I, I've, I've been doing ready-made resources for 25 years, and it stuns me that, that there's a major event, you know, <laughs> and all of a sudden everybody in the United States wants to call you and buy stuff, and then they get mad. They can't get it on time. It's like, listen, this supply chain for prepper stuff is not that big. Not, it, it may be big enough for 500,000 people, but not for 20 million, 30 million, 40 million. Why do people wait? We see all this size, China threatening Armageddon. In fact, that gentleman said, picture your worst nightmare and multiply it by 10. You're dealing with Armageddon, Armageddon, Armageddon. He said it three times to reinforce it. Why, why would we wait? That's things we can do. You know, I don't have to walk down the street at midnight. I can walk down during the day. We're safer. I don't have to go to the mall on Friday afternoon. I can go Wednesday afternoon where it's safer. There's a lot of things I can do. I can get the same accomplishments, but I, I just how I do them and when I do them changes the whole dynamic of my threat assessment, my risk. And and right now, you can wait, like World War II, where you couldn't buy tires for your car because all the rubber had to go into the defense industry. You couldn't get all the food because you, know, you, you project a military of a million people or so. They have to be fed. And that food, that food's going to come first. Dave, you remember the night vision thing? When I had bought those 40 night vision tubes, and all of a sudden a federal agency wanted them. And so even though I paid for them, even though they were slated to come to me, even though I promised my customers they'd be going out in a week, that federal agency just came and took them. Now, I eventually got them a month later. But, Dave, if there's a real crisis, which I know is coming, we've mentioned the false flag, you know, that, that pound of butter you might cherish you won't get it i'm going to be brutal right now in the bosnian war a woman would go to bed with you for a can of beans i mean that's that selco guy that's what he said world war ii same thing savage continent people would sell their bodies for just a little bit of food that's where this is headed the the, the internal destruction of america by our politicians the selling out of america i mean more and more people are now willing to sell, they're working at a sensitive job, they're willing to sell that information for extra money. Because this, this, the, the, the spirit of America that was in World War II is not here now. It's all about me and getting ahead yeah. and buying the latest car and the fancy TV and the nice house. It's not about what's good for the nation. John F. Kennedy, you know, don't, not, don't ask what your nation can do for you, but what you can do for your nation. That, 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 that is so far in the rearview mirror. Um, I can tell you, just from knowing law enforcement people on the federal level, the amount of treason going on, selling of secrets, so you know, it's it's staggering. We see it all the time. People being arrested, selling the, the you know that H100 steel for the nuclear submarines. How do you make it? Um, you know, selling the secrets of how to make that high density steel. I mean, all this stuff is just on the open market, um, being stolen. And if not, then they have Chinese students in there taking little bits of information every time. It's hard to indict somebody that really doesn't steal the bank. They just steal a penny at a time. You know, if I took a, if I worked at a bank and stole a penny, is the FBI going to come and arrest me? Probably not. But if I had 300,000 people 
in the bank, and each of them stole a penny. Then, then, then what's that, $30,000, something like that? Um, you start, it, it adds up. That's how, the, that's how the Chinese commit espionage. They, they just steal a penny at a time, and they end up with millions of dollars. And that's what they've done to us. So, Dave, what you can't do, you, don't feel helpless, because there are things you can't do. I can't stop this chain of events. Um, I, I can try to elect people that understand it. Uh, I know five Navy SEALs are running for Congress this time. I recommend those people. They seem very, very good people. Vote for them. Put an put a end to this madness. But at the same time, China, I think, is determined on world domination. Hitler was determined on world domination. Stalin wanted world domination to communism. And now China is at least wanting Pacific Basin domination, domination but they want to dominate India, so Eastern Asia. Um, they want to dominate the, the whole shipping lanes of the Pacific. Uh, the same thing the Japanese wanted to do, you know, Midway Island, Hawaii, uh, all that, and then hit the Pacific, uh, the, the, the west coast of the uh, United States. Um, it's there. So people right now need to take this deadly serious. You do the research. You do your own intelligence report, Dave, and, and, and tell me you come up with another solution other than what I see and what others see. I don't think you can, being honest. I don't think you can come up with another another scenario that, that where you run honesty in it that does not end up with some type of at least theater-wide war um, and hopefully, pray to God, not a global war, that there was nuclear exchange. I don't know how America would handle the, the evisceration of one of their cities. I mean... I know. Just, I'm just listening to you talk. I, I'm at a loss for words. Um, so internal conflict, internal problems, internal inflation, internal shortages, external threats from Islam, Iran, Korea, um, China, Russia. Still, I mean, Russia still runs an incredibly sophisticated espionage program. I was just reading a book about that. Uh, the Russians have successfully learned how to take the pufferfish which is a delicacy in some countries, but you have to prepare it exactly right because there's a neurotoxin in that pufferfish that's 1,200 times more deadly than cyanide. They've learned how to extract. They, what they do is they take these pufferfish and shock them, and they produce a lot more of the toxin, and then the Russians have learned how to encapsulate that toxin, which is how you, you know, spread Ebola, they encapsulate it. Um, and then you spray it over an area, and people would just die these horrible deaths um, and, and the smallpox. Uh, there's a book by Judith Miller. It's old, probably about 15 years old. It's called Germs. Just get it. Judith Miller, Germs. Um, the Soviet Union had cooked up so much smallpox that went dark after they signed the treaty of banning biological weapons. They had this one um, at, at their bioweapons plant, and Dr. Alabek, that was his name, he, he was the one that was talking about it. They cooked up 12,000 gallons of smallpox. It just went dark. Nobody knew where it went. And, and how now we've actually taken a hemorrhagic disease like Ebola and mixed the, that agent with, with um, standard smallpox and come up with a hemorrhagic smallpox. And they say the people that die from it die purpley black because of all the hemorrhages, the whole skin hemorrhages. This is what we're facing. So, Dave, we need to do a class one time. I think I've done one before just on proper decontamination because if, if, if smallpox does break out in any sizable manner, um, the government won't, like I said, won't have to tell us to quarantine. Um, you're going to need to know how to decontaminate everything around you. Um, you know, if you wear a protective mask, how to decontaminate it before you take it off. 
um, because it's you, you don't want to get that uh, disease. You know, Dave, during the Middle Ages, you remember you've seen pictures of all the um, kings, queens, dukes, duchesses. They had all that heavy makeup on. You know why they wore that? No. To cover the pockmarks. That's what it was there for. They had they and, and smallpox horribly disfigures the face. And so they put this heavy paste makeup on to cover up the pockmarks. So there's things, Dave, I want to give hope because there's things with God's help, just like Joseph, just like Noah, with God's help, God's instruction in the Bible, there's things that the average person, you and I, can do to prepare. I was talking to a gentleman today for about an hour or so. And he just asked me a lot of questions about prepping. And, you know, he, it's really nice to see somebody enlightened about communication. What would you do with your three daughters? And I said, never, never mention those three daughters. Never. Um, anybody who knows anything about it all, that, that a civilizational collapse, understands those daughters, you'd want to hide them. Maybe cut all their hair off, make them look like boys. Um, you know, that... You know, as I as we teach radio, it, it's 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 sometimes it's as simple as this when you listen to people, and that's what I tell people to do: listen to that Chinese guy. But Dave, if I just sat there and said, "Yeah, my old lady's downstairs and she's you know just messing around," or if I said, "My beloved bride is uh, taking care of business downstairs," one of them, the first one, sounds like you're just waiting for a Mack truck to hit your wife. The other one is a term of endearment. You got to be very careful. This is what I tell people: you listen, you don't talk. Listen to what another guy has to say. Listen to what the Chinese are saying right now. Listen to what the Russians are saying. Listen to what the Koreans are saying. Listen to what the Iranians are saying. And, um, you know, I don't want to hype anybody up and over-alert over them, but I, I think our days are very short right now, Dave. Is it too? Am I going over the top? Yeah. Yes. Get Do ready. Do we, can you hear me, Bob? Yeah, I can hear you fine. Yeah, I was getting reverberation here. Yeah, I answered you, and I don't know if you heard it. Um, I don't have an answer. All we can do is be Paul Revere and sound the alarm. It's up to people to take action. Sound the alarm. Dave, we have to become people that know our God and do great exploits. I agree. Because unless we have that moral courage in these days, we are going to cave. You're not going to stand up to it. There's men and women right now. Let's pray for some of the people in our military, some of the people in our medical profession are having to make decisions that are going to cost them hundreds of thousands of dollars, going to cost them their career if they say no. Uh, these people have moral courage, and we need this in, a, in our country today, the moral courage to say no. Um, we need to have men and women of valor that have backbones, you know, to say, I'm going to stand up. Um, I'm right. No matter how many people you parade out on MSNBC or CNN, you know, the Steele dossier, which now is, what, completely bogus, and, and they kept promoting it even when they knew it was bogus. Comey pr promoted it when he knew it was bogus. I mean, no matter how many people, I'm going to sit there and say, you're wrong. I'm right. I have the moral authority on my side. You don't. All you have is a barrel of a gun. And then, Dave, so we need the strength, the moral courage, the, the, the men and women of valor, and I'm telling you, um, when this kicks off, you're going to see, we already are seeing shortages. But when this kicks off and we have to supply an army, 
you're going to see shortages that we have not seen since the Great Depression. And the devaluation of our dollar. It's, it's going to be there. They're going to have to do something because, I mean, you know, it's they've already ruined the economy with all the funny money they've thrown in it. It's ruined. I know. And, and on top of it, what is it, number five pipeline, number the fifth pipeline they've shut down now? I mean, and John Q. Public they, doesn't see the intentionality. It's incredible. Yeah, just doing it. I mean, you know, making an intelligence report is not that hard. I mean, to give good to give good statistical analysis of your intelligence can be a little taxing at times. You have to understand, and you might not know. There might be three or four what ifs in some intelligence, but you can at least write it down and look at it and say, "Boy, that looks like a rose. It smells like a rose. It has thorns on it. It's red. Um, that might be a rose." And I think if you look at the internal external conflicts the United States is facing right now, um, you're going to be going to Dave Hodges tonight buying food. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, Maybe speaking of which, we blew, th- blew through two breaks. I just wanted to plug you in and let you go from start to finish. Um, <laughs> I, I, like I said, Bob, other than sounding the alarm, I mean, I'll, I'll say this and then we got to go to break. The Legion of Doom is planning to spread smallpox. It's becoming clear from multiple sources. And they're doing it to... hemorrhagic smallpox. Yes, that's what I meant to say. Thank you. And they they need to stem the the red wave, the populism. And this is their answer. You know, just reading the very beginning of Robert F. uh, Kennedy's book, Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s book, uh, Exposing Dr. Uh, Mangala, um, I'm telling you, I mean, they have a death cult. There, there is yeah, something supernatural about the death cult that they p- perpetrate on the American people. Well, we know Hillary's and, into witchcraft. That, I suspect Fauci is too. Yeah, Bobby and then we've used Africa. Um, we got to take the Bob, personal, We got to take the break here. We're not. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get my behind kicked. Okay, because I'd love to just plug you in, let you go for the whole hour, because. Um, you're saying things that need to be said, and um, I have nothing to add, <clears throat> except for the smallpox that's coming, folks. Take that to the bank. And speaking of the bank, uh, you want to get with Noble Gold, because even though I believe they're going to collapse the economy so they can gain further control, at some point in time, there'll be a sense of relative normalcy come back, at least improve normalcy. And if you're position correctly you can get through a lot of what's coming if you stay the traditional method oh i got my money in the bank everything's fine you're going to get destroyed and noble gold without any obligation can tell you what you need to be doing and i want you to give them a call 877-646-5347 877-646-5347 and we got a sat phone here I'm looking at it right now, and it's not ringing, so all is good. But when they take the cities down because they rebel, and they take down communication because they don't want us talking, you're still going to have your sat phone. You won't be separated from friends and family. And the sat phone could get you rescued. Just ask people in Afghanistan. So I'm really hopeful, ladies and gentlemen, that you'll look into this and say, is it too expensive? No, it's not. I pay one-fourth the cost. I do my cell phone. We don't use it for chit-chat. 
but it is very affordable and each one of your members and your family need to have this. I want you to call 855-980-5830 and then one more thing since we blew through all the previous ads Bob just said you'll be calling me for food um, you better be calling somebody for food <laughs> I'm just telling you right now there's an attack on food but they have an answer for meat inflation I did a broadcast on this today it's but. to close all the pork factories so if you can't have hamburger, well, they're going to take away your hot dogs. That'll help bring the hamburger back. That's this administration's reasoning. Um, they're creating food shortages, folks, and they want you to come to them. And you are a fool if you do, because who can trust a government that left a thousand Americans behind enemy lines in Afghanistan? So what you need to do is get the food that has 25-year shelf life, tastes just fine. It has lots of diversity in it, 2,000 calories per day per person. And you have a great savings that's described there at the site. I mean, a terrific savings. Um, it's on sale. So call. No, don't call them. Hey. Go to the website. That's quicker. Preparewithdave.com. That's preparewithdave.com. Okay. We killed the ad segment there into one. Um, but I'm going to step out of Bob's way here and just let him go again. Dave, and you know, internal conflict. We have a Senate confirmation. Biden's, this is what Breitbart says. Biden's commie from Cornell set for confirmation vote. Um, Oma, Oma, Oma Rova. Saul um, Oma Rova. Uh, and, and, and she's from University of Moscow. Let's get that corrected. Yeah, and they destroyed her dissertation on communism, but she wants to abolish all private banking. She wants, if you have a bank account, she wants it deposited in the Federal Reserve. Mm hmm. Uh, that in order to become a corporation, you have to be approved by the government to serve their purposes. She wants to bankrupt oil and gas. And now, Dave, I, I don't know how much of that she'll get. She'll get some of it. I mean, Dave, this this is so multifaceted. War without, internal conflict without, internal conflict within, bankrupting. The government taking over everything. I mean, if you want the government to really know what you're doing, um, excuse me. I mean, your bank account's in the Federal Reserve. Your checking account goes through the Federal Reserve. I mean, imagine that. What's wrong with that? Oh, gosh. Uh, I'm, I'm tongue in cheek, Bob. I know you are. Tongue in cheek. I mean, it's, it's, these are the people that they have running the country. I mean, University of you know, Moscow I mean, you, you, dissertation you, on uh, Marx economics, um, and she's going to take your savings account. Sounds yeah, like a good deal to it, me. Put it in a um, your savings account will then go into the Federal Reserve. No private banking. So, so what I mean, does that let them do? Just sudden, steal? Does that just make them let them steal your your money from you if you misbehave? Well, I mean, you know, you might be able to get some of it back. It'll be greatly depreciated by the time you get it back, and there'll be withdrawal limits. So you put a million dollars in, and you can draw maybe a thousand dollars a month or two thousand dollars a month out. I mean, you, you, at that point, your million dollars does you no good anymore because you don't have access to it. I mean, you, you know, Dave. I think you said something about noble gold. Hmm. That's wealthy hold. Just, just saying. Well, no, noble I mean, does more than gold, though they do. Um... Precious metals of all types. Um, Bitcoin, yeah, I'm just but I, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Um, no disrespect yeah, I mean, to Noble Gold. Dave, I know that. I challenge anybody.
to go onto the website and, and get to, to legitimate news services and do an intelligence outline themselves, internal, external, internal threats, external threats, internal threats, civil division, um, you know, uh, the breakdown of culture. We no longer have a, a monolithic culture. We have a bunch of people vying for power. So you have these people fighting those people. That, I mean, that's all there. We're no longer one nation under God. And that's not, I mean, you say it to some people, and they turn green and want to kill you. Um, you know, that God, you, you can't impose that. I mean, it's so so there's, you start doing this in, these intelligence reports. It's just simple. I mean, pretend like you're writing it for your boss. This is what I see. And then, then when you get done, look at it. It's not hard to write up an intelligence report. Yeah, I call it and Dave Hodges' article. If it's one, that's if it's just one day. item, Dave, on there, you you could make a case that say, well, that's just that's an exception, that's an anomaly. But if I have a hundred issues with the internal and a hundred issues with the external, I would say I've painted a pretty good picture. And then at that point, I'm begging you to to show me how I'm wrong. And if I'm not wrong. The question is, then, what do you do with that internal that that intelligence report? And Dave, that's what you do. You give people an intelligence report, and they have a choice whether to accept it or reject it. I mean, you can you can reject it. Um, I don't believe that gun's loaded, Dave. I'm just going to put it in my mouth and pull the trigger. Well, because you know why? Because somebody told me it wasn't on. Somebody told me it wasn't loaded. I mean, you know, it's just. I think that prosecutor that point in the AR-15, which which is aggravated assault. If I point an AR-15 to someone, especially with my finger on the trigger, and, you know, the, you could have had a round in that chamber. I, mean, I know I'm sidetracking here a little bit. But, I mean, that guy must have gone to the Alec Baldwin School of Gun Safety. Um, I mean, if I'd been on that jury and that guy had pointed that gun at me, I'd have raised ruckus with the judge. You tell that guy how to point out, don't point that gun at me again, or I'm going to do a call written house on him. I mean, yeah. Okay. Again, I have nothing to say to your comment because I totally agree. Hundred comments of the internal uh, conflicts and internal problems, and I'm just saying a hundred because it's an easy number. And a hundred, you know, issues with the external problems the United States faces. But the, the internal, what Abraham Lincoln says, it'll be the internal conflict that gets us. Yeah. And that's where it's at right now. The internal conflicts. We're not brother and sister anymore. We're not. We're not all Americans. I mean, I was just watching the, the, the pieces of vomit. I watched. Did you see that college professor that says we can no longer call pedophiles pedophiles? We have to call them maps. M A P S. Minor attracted persons, because calling them a pedophile offends them. So I mean, it's just oh my gosh. And this is this is what half America's become. You watch the View or the I mean uh, the, the Five, whatever that one is. Those five women. Um, you watch MSNBC, you watch CNN, and I mean, and they all parrot one another. It's all just parroting one another, but it's all just hate America, um, uh, racial division. White man hates black man. Black man hates white man. Um, we, we they want to fan the flames. I mean, you talk about um, uh, you know uh, journalistic vigilantism. I mean, good grief! MSNBC and CNN have, cre- have, have committed journalistic vigilantism. And they should be sued. But that's that's the internal conflicts, and then the external ones. We say, you know, poking the panda, um, Taiwan. Uh, we see our submarine that has been crippled. We see Iran. Um, 
Um, uh, North Korea says they're going to start making uh, plutonium again. Um, Iran says they're going to do the same thing. Um, it's, it, there's a lot of internal and external pieces to a puzzle right now, and it's reminiscent of how we stumble into the two global wars we've had in this last century. I talked about that in an article recently. I rated um, Wilson as previously the most incompetent president. Now it's the demented one. Yeah. Can you imagine uh, President Kamala Harris? Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. She couldn't lead her shoes into the closet. No, no, she couldn't. Um, I mean, it's... Bob, talk to me about hemorrhagic smallpox. How bad is it? Hemorrhagic smallpox. Again, I learned about it, oh, gosh, 15 years ago when I read Judith Mimlo's book on uh, germs. That's the name of the book, Germs. And how they had taken a hemorrhagic disease, a disease that makes you bleed, bleed out like Ebola, and they gene spliced it with smallpox. So you get all the, the pock marks, all that that you get with smallpox, but it also at the same time you bleed out internally. And that's why you, you turn this purplish black. Um, uh, you're, you're all your skin, because all the capillaries just break down and you bleed under your skin. Um, it's, 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 and there's, I think it was actually more than 90% fatality rate. The fatality rate was very high. They didn't have a vaccination against it, any way to stop it. Um, th this is something, again, that you would literally, you would literally have to not go anywhere. I mean, it, this, this, the, the only way to stop this is to probably have it burn out. And that means going through millions of people. And you, I mean, going to the grocery store could be a death sentence. It really could be. I how mean, long, do you know how long it stays that. alive on external surfaces? No, I'd have to look. I'd have to re. I have to re look that up. But it, it can be come airborne. And I, I remember in the book, it only takes a few viruses to make you sick. Other ones, you need a lot more. You need you need a bigger dose of a virus, like a flu virus. You need a larger dose. With smallpox, it was a very very low dosage that that got you um, uh, sick. In fact, there was a case study that they gave of in Germany of a person who had smallpox, and he was in quarantine on the first floor of a hospital and he was out a window smoking a cigarette and the smoke from the cigarette rose up to somebody on the third floor who had a window open breathing they breathed just little bits of that smoke and they got smallpox it doesn't take much of a transmit to you now i'm not an immunologist a virologist uh, any of these but this is what i've read yeah so um it's an extremely contagious disease. It's like the bubonic plague, and we could literally have a bubonic plague-type scenario if they release this on humanity. And keep in mind, Dave, I mean this with every fiber of my being. They are a culture of death. Abortion, I mean, all of it. You know, just killing people. They go to the hospital and they die. Um, it's just it's a culture of death. So you and I look at it going, well, nobody would do that. Yeah, well, that, you know, we're sane. Um, but these people are not sane. They're, 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 they, they love death. They worship death. I mean, when they get together in their Luciferian circles, you know, children pay the price for it. Put it that way, to be polite. Uh, the culture of death. And so do they have a problem, you know, wiping out millions and millions of people? No. I mean, they start wars, millions of people die. They started this pandemic. We know that for sure. 
that this pandemic did not come out of a bat, you know, market in Wuhan. It came out of, um, you know, that lab. Do you know what else comes out of Wuhan, Dave? Tons of fentanyl. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say that, exactly. And, Man, so, and, and um, Fauci's you know, experiments, again, don't forget that. Fauci's here's experiments. the Chinese committing war in the United States, dumping dumping fentanyl. And, and, and you know, 70,000 young men right now could not go in the military because of fentanyl addiction. So, I mean, they, they know. They, they destroy the youth population so you can't have soldiers. You can't turn them into soldiers. Not an accident. No, not an accident. I, I'm That's say, what I'm saying. The yeah. intelligence report is so clear. Yeah. I want to add to what you said because, like I said, I wanted to kind of just step out of your way because usually we have pretty good dialogue, but I wanted to step out of your way. In fact, I had to keep remembering to turning the mute button on. I started to say things like three and four times, and, and I had the cough button on. But anyway, um, the one thing that people need to know about this Legion of Doom meeting, I have the people who are there. I have some of the itinerary from my sources. And uh, the tribal leaders are there for a lot of Native American tribes. They're in bed with the cartels, do the casinos, and the uh, cartels are controlled by China. And uh, yes... In fact, the biggest conduit of fentanyl is, well, we're not saying the tribe did anything with it, <laughs> Tohono Odom tribe that traverses both sides of the border. That is the number one fentanyl trafficking site into America. And we're doing yeah, nothing uh, they, to stop it. China produces tons of it, tons. Um, yeah. In the right hands, it's a wonder drug. Um, it's a great end-of-life drug. Uh, but the, the problem is it's massively addictive. I mean, I can tell you how, but you you can go online and order it, and the Chinese will send it to you. Just saying. Um, I mean, they know what they're doing. They know exactly what they're doing. Dave, you saw. Um, I've been to China a few times, as you can probably tell. Yes. Um, you know, um, just saying. They they know what they're doing. It's not by accident. And that gentleman that was on that poking the panda one? Yeah, yeah. You look at his body language, you look at the tone of his voice, you look at the inflections, his posture, all that. You read that. And that's that's a picture. Um, when he says, when he reiterated Armageddon three times, Armageddon, Armageddon, Armageddon. You know, I know that... Um, the world. I know that Steve Quayle feels like we could have done more but no one's worked harder than Steve nobody not one person I know nobody and um, no one was more effective than Steve and I'm just thinking through this attempted my handing you a monologue which I wanted to do um, I've never felt so helpless in my life and it hit me about 10 minutes into the show I just felt like we can't stop this. The only way, Dave, and as the I thing. said, it's Jesus Christ is the only refuge we have. Precisely. And he, if, if we seek him, if we earnestly seek him, it says, he that dwells under the shadow of the Almighty. See, that's the, the whole key. Everybody wants to read Psalm 91, long life, I'll prosper you, none of these diseases, all that. But they don't want to read the first verse. You have to dwell under the shadow of the Almighty. That's the condition. That's the, what I think the predicator, yet you have to do that. 
So I just I I tell people make sure that you are walking in the power of the Holy Spirit right now. Um, you know, uh, I was just watching a great video this morning. You know, the one thing most Americans lack anymore is self-control. We eat too much. We take too much drugs. We have too much entertainment. Yes. We we too much leisure time. You need that self-control that you apply yourself to these issues right now and and give up the the things we don't. I mean, sex addicts, drug addicts. You know, all all these things that we have in this country. Um, you know, they, they mentioned uh, the you know. Seven billion people on the planet, but there's the, the porn websites are hit trillions of times a year. Um, I mean, I what are people doing with their time? Well, uh, you just answered it. You know, the, the other yeah. thing that I'm thinking here too. I need to do four mini podcasts tonight before I go to bed. I have to go out of town tomorrow afternoon, so I got to work ahead. But I have to tell you, Bob, I feel this, and, and, and I'm saying this for a reason. The audience is right there with me. I, in the middle of you talking, I just felt overwhelmed by helplessness, probably the spirit of Satan. And I've never felt it that is. way before yeah, you, since you, I've done this. Yeah. But but I'd say this, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to go do my podcasts until I've done my Bible study. Until I look at yeah, the Dave, word of the Lord and get strengthened through his word, then I will. And if you feel helpless, like I did in the first part of this interview, I was just awestruck at this devastated um you have to turn to jesus there is no answer bob we're almost out of time we're down to about oh 80 seconds here and i wanted to give you props for ready-made because of what you do the best prepping store in america bar none is ready-made resources and everything is there um bob tell them the number i just went like eight six okay it's uh they can call me uh, obviously not tonight uh, but tomorrow, 800-627-3809. Again, 800-627-3809. And, Dave, I, I do want to mention that, see, we have hope because of Jesus Christ. We have a kingdom that we are going to inherit because of Jesus Christ. We know what's going to happen to this kingdom ultimately. It's going to fail. Um, but, we, we, but, you know, we want to live. God gave us the gift of life, yeah. and we want to preserve that. We want to see our children's children. We want to preserve that. We want to protect our children. So I, I just tell people right now there are things that you can do that will put you in a position that will make you far more able to survive what is coming because the cult of death is getting ready to manifest itself in this world as never before. Well, I would add they're and, coming not just to take your property and your rights. They are coming to take your life. Yes, absolutely. So stay vigilant, as my Marine buddy says, stay, stay frosty. Um, you know, um, again, start planning. You know, uh, we make fun of YouTube a lot, but they have so many great videos on there. They do. Gardening, organic gardening. You know, how do you clean a rifle? How to, how to yeah. put together your pistol, take it apart. Download those videos. Make Bob, hard copies we're, we're, of them. I'm sorry, but we're out of time, and you know, you're right. It's you and Daisy Luther. Both take different approaches, both effective. Ladies and gentlemen, ready-made resources. You need to go there. Bob, thanks so much for joining us, and God bless everybody who's part of this broadcast tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Take care, Bob.